0: Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to the first CTSS quiz of 2017. We hope you enjoyed all of our quizzes in 2016 and 2015 and before. And we promise 2017 will be equally terrific or even better. So with that, let's not mess around and let's get started. On this case, I asked what the most likely diagnosis is. You You can see two sets of images. The patient appears to have Paget's disease and has hardware in place. You can see that there was a fracture, but you can see the fracture line is still well-defined. This is not osteomyelitis, and it's surely not an acute fracture, and it's not normal post-fusion appearance. This is nonunion. CT, particularly with reconstructions, is very good at seeing nonunion or malunion. And again, the reconstruction views are very helpful in this regard. This is also a nice example of Paget's disease. Paget's patients can have increased incidence of sarcoma. There is no evidence of sarcoma in this case. The most likely diagnosis in this case, well it's a good example of looking around. I know you only have two images and you can see a vascular mass in the region of the left adrenal gland. What you don't see is the right kidney. You can see bowel falling into the right renal fossa and there are surgical clips present. We can assume this patient had a right renal cell carcinoma and with a vascular left adrenal mass, we'll assume that this is metastatic renal cell carcinoma to the left adrenal. If I only saw the adrenal vascular mass, I could think about a pheochromocytoma. That's a possibility. But with the absent right kidney, let's go with the most likely diagnosis. And this indeed was metastatic clear cell renal cell carcinoma to the left adrenal gland. In this case, This is as good an example as you can get of this entity. You see a cystic lesion in a middle-aged female. It has sort of septations within it. It's in the body of the pancreas. Cystic, location, age, sex, classic mucinous cystic neoplasma of the pancreas. You could consider a serous cystadenoma they are cystic lesions, but they have more septations. Lymphoepithelial is usually eccentric, and a spend tumor is a younger patient and has more solid components typically. But if this was a 15-year-old, the a spend tumor would be the right answer. But this was the best example I've seen of a mucinous cystic neoplasm in a very long time. This case I'm showing, because I just wanted to show a very nice example of a large tumor, vascular with neovascularity, pseudocapsule necrosis. This is the classic appearance of a hepatoma. Could this be metastatic disease? Theoretically, yes, but the liver does have some suggestions of cirrhosis. And this is classic for hepatoma. There is no other differential diagnosis. When we speak about enhancement patterns, We always say look at liver lesions and look at enhancement patterns. In this case, you can see on both the axial images and on the MIP imaging that the patient has a lesion in the liver, which is large, about eight centimeters, but it has peripheral enhancement. And on the MIP imaging, you particularly can see the puddling, you also can see an additional lesion in the left lobe of the liver. The appearance of enhancement is not hepatoma, it's not adenoma is not a mucinous cystic neoplasm. This is classic for hepatic hemangioma. Just a perfect example with the puddling and peripheral enhancement. Very nice example. In this case, I asked for the best explanation for the enhancement pattern of the left kidney. And if you look at the left kidney, what you can see quickly is that there's only minimal enhancement in the lower pole on the left, there's normal right renal enhancement. When you look at the aorta or the axial images, you see a dissection which actually extends into the patient's SMA. So what are we dealing with? I guess you could think about infarction. It's not pyelonephritis and it's not artifact. What you're dealing with here is the fact that sometimes when you have a dissection, the flow into the false lumen is slower than the true lumen, which is the case here. And then what happens is if you have vessels, like in this case, the renal arteries are supplied from the false lumen, you don't see flow in the kidney. The reason you see flow in the lower pole is the patient invariably has a small branch to the left kidney, from the true lumen which explains why there is some flow in the lower pole of the left kidney. If you go back 30 seconds later, you will see good visualization. This makes the point that it's very important that if you see a dissection and you don't see flow in the false lumen, get another set of images. It is true at times the false lumen can be occluded, but invariably it's simply sluggish flow in the false lumen, great example. This patient had GI bleeding, you don't see evidence of obstruction, but you see an enhancing lesion in the left lower quadrant, and you can see there's a prominent vessel to it, there's some prominent vascularity. This is in the small bowel, you can see it's an exophytic lesion arising of small bowel. It's not diverticulitis, it's not angiodysplasia because there's a mass. The fact is this could be a carcinoid tumor, but because it's exophytic, I'll go with a small bowel gist tumor. This was indeed a small bowel gist tumor. Remember, we've had several lectures recently that have discussed GI bleeding and that small bowel tumors, particularly gist tumors, can be the cause of small bowel bleeding. Just a very nice example. This is a wonderful case of a mass in the head of the pancreas where the vessels, particularly the arterial vessels, are splayed around the lesion. When you look at the lesion, it's cystic and has septations. We always look quickly at lesions and think there is some vascularity and put in the neuroendocrine category. And I guess, theoretically, you could think about that. If this patient was young enough, a spend tumor, cystic and solid, could be a thought. Mucinous neoplasms, patients in their 40s or 50s and female, but those lesions are in the body of the pancreas, this, in fact, is a serocyst adenoma. Now, obviously, I'm not giving you all of the images and that would be helpful, but cirrhosis adenomas have large mass effect, can dilate the pancreatic duct, and can stretch the vessels and have a vascular appearance. At times, serocyst adenomas could look almost identical to neuroendocrine tumors. This case is all in the history. The patient had distal pancreatectomy and splenectomy for a distal pancreatic tumor. But what is going on in the left upper quadrant? You see a soft tissue mass, when you look at it quickly, particularly the axial, looks like the spleen. Well, it's not an accessory spleen. I guess, theoretically, you can get accessory spleens, but this is too large. It's not an abscess because the spleen is gone. I guess you're gonna have an abscess in the patient's splenic bed. It's a recurrent pancreatic cancer, very well defined, buddy, the stomach. What this is an omental infarct. We have written an article about this. Omental infarcts in the surgical bed, particularly distal pancreatectomy and splenectomy are not uncommon, particularly patients who've had laparoscopic surgery. They have mass effect. They have no clinical significance. They aren't infected and you don't need to do anything about them. This patient had cough and dysphagia and I asked for the best diagnosis. Oh, by the way, there's a mass in the right apex, and that's a neurofibroma. We're going to ignore that. What we can't ignore is the markedly dilated esophagus with lots of food within it and transition near the GE junction. I guess you can think about esophageal cancer, but usually you don't see this much distension before the patient presents, but I don't see a mass in the GE junction. It's not esophagitis, not with that much food in the esophagus. And it's not a mediastinal abscess because everything we're looking at is in the esophagus. This is a classic example of achalasia. markedly dilated esophagus, transition to GE junction, and lots of food matter in the esophagus. So with that, I've now shown you 10 terrific cases. And 2017 is off to a terrific start. See you next month.